Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, you are welcome to this is the four of Biblical Phonesis. Today is the episode one, the very first episode in this season. We hope that the break between the end of season three and now has improved your perception and realities of Christian leadership. In a sharp departure from the delivery mode of previous Biblical Phonesis seasons, this season will be about people behind events that showcase leadership. People beloved, not historical dates or concepts will be the golden trend of this season of BP. So our central question today is, who was Peter, the working man? In other words, who was Peter, the blue-collar leader? Beloved, the New Testament shows that as a commoner, Jesus Christ chooses kind to lead the church in its early ministry. The, the early parents of Jesus were from humble background. Jesus was born in a manger, as we all know, with evidence of humility and harsh physical environment that Christmas reminds us of just a few days ago. As Jesus advanced in age and began his ministry, he did not depart from his humble roots. He was not ashamed of his humble beginnings. In fact, he told an eager follower in Luke 9, Luke chapter 9, verse 57 to 58, we can also find this text in Matthew 8, 18 to 22, that he had no place of his own. Jesus Christ had no place of his own. He was very, very humble. In effect, he illustrated the cost of discipleship to the fellow with few words. And he, and he ended up telling the fellow, follow me. But the fellow ran away. Beloved, as we all know, Apostle Peter belonged to the same local context of Jesus. He was a fisherman with a fishing family business. Why Jesus can claim the same context? Jesus was from a carpentry family business. Both of them, according to the New Testament, belonged to the ranks of people with hardened skin or hardened hand. They had a hardened from walking directly under the sun or the moon to earn a living. Fishing under the Roman Empire at Capernaum, we can look at Mark chapter 1 there for that, was a difficult but practical work that helped Peter put the food on the table. As a fisherman, Peter and his brothers were working men when Jesus approached them and made them fishers of men. We can read Mark chapter 1 as well as Luke chapter 5. The calling of Peter with the others was significant. We can look at Luke chapter 5 and Matthew chapter 4 as well. It was significant because they left all, including their tools and laborers. And if you know how important the tools are to working men, like fishermen, you will understand the significance of that decision. The decisive acceptance of the offer of Jesus by these working men was a departure from the normal practice, a departure from the norm. But what did the calling of a working man like Peter mean to us today? I think that is what is relevant to us in this episode of BP. It means, beloved, Jesus looked into the art, not the physical surroundings, when he's making a choice, when he's calling people. 
Now let's look at Peter closely, just one. A, a little bit closely, as we, we all know Peter very well. Number one, Peter, as a working man, was flawed. He was not perfect. He was not the best fisherman of his time. And even in temperament and character. Peter, number two, Peter spoke out of tongue. He speaks even when not asked to be spoken. When not, when not asked to speak. In fact, the Bible records to us that Peter challenged Jesus once or twice. Number four, he was often slow to understand Jesus' teaching. It is there in the Bible. Number five, he demonstrated, however, courage and cowardice. <laughs> Beloved, you and I can relate to Peter through our high and low moment in life. So we mustn't say no. Peter is extraordinary. Peter is just like every working man today. So Peter is a model in a realistic fashion. He is not a fictional movie hero. With his working man nature, Jesus declared in John 1.42, John 1.42, you are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated a stone or a rock. We all know that context very well, that story. So this working man, Peter, was named Simon by Jonah. That's Simon, the son of the son of Jonah, the son of John. We can look at Matthew 16, 17 for that one. And, the, and his Aramaic, Aramaic name was Cephas, which means the rock. And I think some, some, some people like to call themselves the rock these days. Hence, Petros in Greek and Peter eventually in English. Despite his ups and downs, Peter arguably became one of the foundational stones for the church today. As some say, some call him the false pope. So if we compare the story of Peter that we have just highlighted in few words to what leaders must do today, especially leaders from humble background, it brings to mind the work of the work the work that is captured in a book entitled the Leadership Pin Code. In that book, the author Swem says leaders' skills level and their style tend to fall along a continuum from the least effective to the entitled leader, which is very common today, either at work or in churches or wherever we find them, entitled leader, to the most effective, which is the engaged leader. Based on the Bible accounts, one can say that Peter moved through this straight line continuum from least effective, it was an entitled leader, he felt entitled to some things, to the most effective leader that was engaged and engaged for Christ. Beloved, you may want to ask who are entitled leaders? According to what I've read recently, entitled leaders are people that make changes about themselves. They make changes that we need to do about themselves and their power to act rather than mobilizing the organization or firm, for example, a church or a parish for transformation, positive transformation that is in the interest of the collective. Of course, when such entitled leaders speak, 
Don't be fooled or deceived. They will say the changes they are making is for the good of others. But like the saying goes, their actions and the outcome of such changes will show otherwise. So talking is often cheap. For example, an entitled leader in, in the Nigeria context, the Emilio syndrome, or in Nigeria political vocabulary, we seize ownership of the team so much that followers, peers, and superior will quickly disengage when they become fearful. They sow the seed of fear as opposed to faith. Mistrust feels such atmosphere when you have an entitled leader leading and controlling because he has the authority. The leader is viewed with suspicion because trust is already sowed in that atmosphere. Beloved, in contrast, however, an engaged leader like Peter will always seek, will always seek to announce information, to lift people, to lift peers, to lift followers, and eventually to lift an organization up. An engaged leader seeks views of others to make changes that are relevant and beneficial for the common good. All decisions would not be myopic. It will go far to ensure that the vision of the organization is taken into consideration. So an engaged leader is a fellow that explains the motive for changes and know how best to handle conversations to build positive rapport and alliances internally and externally. Beloved, why both entitled and engaged leaders have mandates? Both of them have mandates. So we must, must know that very well. And both of them have authority. Eventually, both entitled and engaged leaders, they have power. They are used of this theory element. Map. We can call it map. Mandates, authority, and power. They are used, differs. For example, force is the joker for the entitled leader. Because of the use of force, the person ends up sowing discord and fear within the organization. But the engaged leader will focus on collaboration, collaborative working, so that things can move forward and people can be motivated. Beloved, let's begin to close our first episode of PP of Season 4. So, we have four BP that we can highlight from this snapshot of Peter. We carry on with Peter in the next episode as well. We say here in this episode that a working man with a blue-collar business, blue-collar business means it is not your normal blue-chip corporation. It's your normal small business that's employing one or two people or maximum five people, making a living with their hands. So a working man with a blue-collar business can make a great leader. We must never lose sight of that. So Peter was an engaged leader. This part is, is up and down. Number two, BP. We do not have to depart from our humble beginnings before we are launched into greatness. No, we don't have to. We don't have to deny who we are. This part, all that goes around about where we come from, for example, if we are, you are in Nigeria, can Nigeria passport? You have to know that you are the seed of Christ. And the glory of Christ is shining through you. So we don't have to falsify who we are. Praise the Lord. Number three. Just like Peter, 
Having an image problem do not limit our potentials as leaders. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Why? As long as you have a good art that is focused on common good for the collective, focus on progress. An art that is godly, that fears the Lord all the time. Proverbs chapter 3. Chapter, chapter 3, yes, we can look at that. So, finally, flawed people like Peter often make success out of leadership assignment because eventually Peter was successful in his assignment as we see in the subsequent episode of BP. So if we look at a test that we can use as our quote in this episode as we round up, we take our quote from Psalm 113 verse 5 to 8. Psalm 113 verse 5 to 8. That says, I read from verse 5. Who is like unto the Lord our God? Who dwelleth on high? Who humble himself to build the things that are in heaven and in the heart? Who raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted the needy out of the dung heap? That he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. This is the story of Peter and most of our great leaders in the 21st century. Beloved, let us pray. Father, we thank you for this biblical We thank you for reminding us that we may be flawed before men, but before you, we are gifted. Lord Jesus, as you raise up the humble like Peter, raise us up as leaders in this generation in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, most precious name. Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue Party, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.